0: It's time for the Morning Sports Desk. It is Monday, August 7th. Good morning. No CJ today, so you're stuck with me. Hi, I'm Corey. Hope you're doing well this morning, today. Uh, Whatever it is, let's just dive into it. We have kind of a full state rundown of our professional sports around the state today. And there's not like a ton to say about everything that happened over the weekend, but, you know, there's enough that happened over the weekend. Um, uh, the biggest stuff is probably the two parter from the Twins side of the story. Uh, they rallied yesterday to beat Arizona. Uh, they did it on a walk-off by Matt Walner. He had a two-run home run. And uh, the Twins go on to beat Arizona by a final score of 5-3. to three. Max Kepler hit a home run. Matt Walner hit, that, uh, hit the game winner. Caleb Thielbar got his second win in relief. Here's the biggest news out of that. The Twins are now 59-54. and 54. They're four and a half games over Cleveland now, uh, in the American league central division. Why is that a big deal? Well, that's because, um, fan now has the twins at a 91.7% chance to win the AL central. That's a big darn deal. If, if the twins are 59 and 54 and are four and a half games over Cleveland, uh, that means they're just at 500 and the AL Central's been weak, I guess, to say the least, all season long. Um, 59 and 54 feels good. It looks nice. It's it's nice to look at that number and see five games over five hundred like that. Um, you got to feel like if this thing gets to, gosh, six, seven, certainly eight and nine games, that it's over. We've talked about it a bunch before. The Twins have... Um, uh, the easiest schedule in baseball the rest of the way. So it's, it's going to be a huge opportunity for them to to take advantage. Go ahead and just go win win the division. It's it's funny to look at it. You know, we spent a lot of time in the morning sports desk talking about the Twins. And, and we talk about them like they're a 500 ball club. And for most of the season, that's what they've been, a 500 ball club. Um, we don't often talk about them as a first place ball club. Which they also happen to be, and fifty nine and fifty four is starting to feel like that is a first place ball club. That's that that five games over .500, four and a half game lead over the second place. It starts to feel like, hey, you know what? That actually is a first place team. That's nice to see. Um, I know it's just aesthetics; it's just how it looks, um, and that doesn't mean anything. It's it's all about how they're actually playing, but. This is a nice little run here now again for the Twins four in a row. Uh, they get back at it tonight. They're on the road now. Let's talk about them like they're a five hundred team again. Five hundred teams have a hard time on the road. Uh, they need to. They need to do it. It's a big one. It's a four game series. It's in Detroit. Win a couple right. Just go five hundred on the road, and uh, all of a sudden you're you're just going to be charging into this month of August as, as a first place team. So that's the goal. That's the hope, uh, as the twins just kind of keep this hot streak going against some bad teams, the rest of the season, get hot and believe in yourself. I think fans really want it. Uh, over the weekend, Joe Maurer was immortalized at target field. Uh, they inducted him into the team hall of fame on Saturday night. Remember Maurer, of course, the 2009 MVP, um, he, was, uh, he became the only American League catcher to ever win the batting title. He did so three times, 2006, 2008, 2009. He is a six-time All-Star. He's the 38th member of the team's Hall of Fame. We all know Joe Maurer's story, right? Out of St. Paul, out of Creighton-Durham Hall, Minnesota native, was drafted by the Twins. In the 2001 MLB draft, he spent his entire career with the twins. Um, I have nothing bad to say about Joe Mauer. ever, 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 ever. It's so awesome that he got to be a part uh, from Minnesota, being a Minnesotan, playing for Minnesota, he was just a little older than I was, so it was one of those names when I was growing up. You just heard about this Maurer kid at Creighton-Durham Hall who was crushing everything all the time. right? He struck out once in his high school career. National Baseball Player of the Year uh, to go along with National Football Player of the Year. It's just awesome, and we got to watch him play. It was pretty cool. So congratulations to Joe Mauer. And <laughs> what the, the, the best Joe Mauer story, of course, is that he went off and decided to have twins on top of everything else. Of course he did. Congratulations to him. That's a uh, pretty darn cool. I was glad to really be able to um, watch Joe Mauer play. That put him right up there with uh, with a lot of different twins players in my lifetime. The Vikings, um, they had to practice indoors yesterday. Apparently some storms uh, in the metro area uh, meant they had to go inside. But they're back outside for fans to watch in Egan a little later today. But a two fifteen practice on a Monday, August 7th. There's really not much uh, Vikings news that's like worthwhile spending a lot of time on. Of course, their uh, season gets underway. Their preseason schedule gets underway later this week. They've got a Thursday night preseason game at Seattle, so that'll be fun. I, I put those games on. It's not really... They're just on. They're just on in the background. I get a little annoyed by a preseason chatter. Uh, I just don't like the. You know, this is that time of year where where teams in particular are like, hey, watch out for this guy we drafted in the ninety seventh round. I tell you what, you're going to see a, you're going to see a lot of stuff about this guy, and then they cut him a week later, and um, it's just all kind of s- silly. I guess it's just kind of silly talk. But along the silly talk, uh, uh you know, running down those tracks. Uh, They did sign a former first-round wide receiver, Nikhil Harry. Uh, They got him on a one-year deal yesterday. He's been overall fairly unimpressive in the NFL. The Patriots took him back in 2019 with the 32nd overall pick. Uh, They did place defensive lineman James List on the IR in a corresponding move. So that's kind of what's going on with the Vikings, although they do play their first preseason game Thursday night. Fall camp will continue now for the Golden Gophers. Today's workout is not open to the public. Their uh, home opener though, their season opener is a home game Thursday, August 31st against Nebraska. That would be awesome to get the season started off on a right foot if they just you know, if they just wanted to kind of stomp on the Cornhuskers, that'd be really cool. I'd be totally down with that. Uh, elsewhere around the state, just very quickly, the Minnesota United have moved on in the League's Cup. Uh, they're in the uh, in the elimination part of the bracket, the round of 32. They beat Columbus via penalty kicks 4-3 in the shootout. They host Toluca in the round of 16 tomorrow night. That's August 8th. The Minnesota Lynx lost to the New York Liberty 76-66 to 66. on Friday. They'll visit the Sky tomorrow night. And then it was before we left work on Friday, the big news out of the Big Ten was that the Big Ten has added two new teams. Washington and Oregon are coming to the Big Ten. Uh, that moves the Big Ten up to 18 teams. Eighteen teams in the Big Ten. It just feels so silly that that's how big this conference is getting, and we are not far away. It seems from two conferences in NCAA football, uh, uh, the highest level of Division One. It seems like everyone's moving to the SEC or the Big Ten. Yes, there's some some Pac Ten or twelve or whatever they're called, and and uh, and uh, Big Twelve, but. It's all kind of in shambles. And what's interesting is the Big Ten is considering adding more like this it, it because it hasn't stopped, there is no sign in the future of, of this thing slowing down. I've also seen Cal and Stanford being considered uh, in all of this. Um, we talked about it last week, but Florida State has talked about leaving the ACC. Uh, they would likely move to the SEC, but a big Ten move for Florida State is in play. and and I know that sounds ridiculous, but you know, you think about what the Big Ten has done over the last number of years, they literally now reach from the Atlantic Ocean to the Pacific Ocean uh, uh, from Rutgers. Uh, all the way to UCLA and USC. It's a it's a full, full swing for what the Big Ten is trying to do. So if you can get yourself into the southeastern part of the country um, with Florida State, absolutely the Big Ten is going to try to do that. Uh, geographically speaking, of course it makes more sense for Florida State to move into the SEC if they are in fact going to move, but what geographically speaking makes sense about what the Big Ten is doing at all none of it makes sense can you imagine just like a it's just like a regular Friday night Saturday afternoon scheduled game between USC and Rutgers <laughs> that doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to just have that be a part of the conference um, schedule but that's where we're at and that's the way it's going. So we'll see. I'll be fascinated to see over the course of time, does Notre Dame eventually have to pick a conference? Of course, they would be a great, geographically speaking, with the traditional Big Ten. Does Notre Dame make its way into the Big Ten? Uh, they They'd have no reason to go anywhere because of their rights with, is it NBC that Notre Dame is always on and has been for years and years and years? So We'll see if they're when their TV rights deal runs up, do they make a move? Who knows? Who knows what happens there? Uh, and then you start to think about what the 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 Big Twelve and the and the Pac Ten are starting to look like. My goodness gracious! Uh, you know your Iowa's or your Iowa States. I mean your Kansas and Kansas States. What's going to happen to them? It's going to be really really fascinating. As it stands, the Big Ten is now at eighteen teams. And uh, CJ's gone both today and tomorrow. But on Wednesday, when he comes back, uh, we're going to we're going to do a full breakdown of the Big Ten and try to figure out if we can't figure out our, our conference realignment, or or maybe more importantly, what are divisions going to look like in the Big Ten? Are they going to go uh, an East and a West in two divisions? Um, Could they go more than that? Could they go three divisions in the Big Ten? We'll kind of break it all down, and and it's just going to be for fun. Of course, we don't actually know anything, but how each of these divisions would break down, which teams would be where, uh, maybe some reasons why they would put those teams there. And, uh, yeah, we'll take a look at all of that on Wednesday this week. So lots of stuff going on in the state It's nothing very urgent right now, but I tell you what, we're not that far away from games starting to matter in the NFL and college football. Of course, the Twins games are starting to matter more and more, and high school sports are right around the corner as well. It's really, really starting to ramp up around here. It's pretty fun. It's your morning sports desk for Monday, August 7th.